Mm. So I went to see my mate Dookie the other day. Oh, Dookie. Do- and, uh, Dookster. How is, uh, how is old Dookie? That good ducker fucker. And, um... <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Omcast. My name is Dom, as one half of the Omcast. I'm joined by Tom. Say hello, Tom. Hello. Hello. Or is it? Or is it? At last. Yeah. In this episode, we're talking about the latest and possibly final entry in the <laughs> Matrix franchise, <laughs> The Matrix Resurrections, starring Keanu Reeves, Carrie Ann Moss, and Jessica Henwick, amongst yeah. others. Ah, oh, read a thing the other day. She's, her name isn't Jessica Henwick. Oh, what? Apparently, it's Jessica Hennick. Oh. Yeah. Well, but that's what she changed it for equity or whatever. No idea. Oh well. But uh, well, it's Hennick, but uh, like you know the shop Phoenix. Yeah. F e n w i c k s. Yeah. Apparently like that. I only know that because I listened to a book that she narrated. Well. So yeah, that's so nothing is real. We don't nothing know what's is real. <laughs> <laughs> like there's there's layers of meaning. Some things are real. Some things aren't. Um, yeah, so it is perfect for the Matrix. It's a good starting jumping off point, actually. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so obviously this is a follow up to we did our um, grand rewatch of the trilogy. Yes. Um, feels like a long time ago now. We're, we're post Christmas. We're on the other side of Christmas now. Um, I managed to see this just before Christmas, so it's been about a week now since I actually watched it. Um, so I'm going to do my best to try and keep it as fresh in my mind as I can. Um, although yep. that week in between has been Christmas, so there's been a lot on. Um, and not only that, I've watched a lot in that in the interim period. Um, you've seen it more recently than I have. You saw it a couple of days ago, didn't you? Yeah, but I also saw Titan the yes. day afterwards, which is kind of yeah done something to my brain a bit. Yeah, and I've seen. Yeah, I mean, in the meantime, I've watched. You know, there's been the. Um, the Hawkeye finale. <laughs> yeah. There's been uh, Boba don't, Fett. don't look up Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> the last duel, which is a whole other thing I could talk about another time. Um, so yeah, we'll do our best to try and dissect yeah. it. Um, but generally speaking, before we launch into it, we watched it separately. We didn't go and see it at the same time. Yeah. What did you think of the Matrix Resurrections? <sighs> okay, so I'm going to try and pick my words quite carefully here. Okay. Um, principally. Like, my first thoughts when I came out of I thought, that was fucking rubbish. Okay. As I've gone on, I thought, I've come to the conclusion that I like the first act and the last two acts are fucking rubbish. Okay. Because it sets up loads of really interesting things throughout the entire film. None of it pays off. Okay, interesting. Like, it feels like and this is an analogy I was thinking of when I was uh, driving up here. Um, like when you make a cake, yeah. like you do things in layers. And yeah. you're like, Ogres have layers. Yeah. You layer things up and you go, right, this, this could work. This is interesting. This could work. This is not, this isn't done in layers. This is just loads of shit thrown in a pan. Yeah. And shoved in an oven, and it comes out, and you're like, "That looks like a cake." Yeah, but but Tom, it tastes like shit. Yeah, but Tom, it, Warner Brothers have told them that if they don't make it with Thomas Anderson or Lionel Wachowski, then they'll do it without them. Yeah, so they have to make something. Yeah. So <laughs> look. Yeah, and yeah. and I get that because if that's the case, then fine. Yeah, it's still rubbish. Okay. Like I get that they were forced, if they were backed into a corner to make it with, with Lana Wachowski and Carrie Ann Moss, and Keanu Reeves, 
but yeah, yeah, I just I didn't I didn't have a good time. I when I got out, I was like, Jesus, like I wanted to like it so much, yeah. especially after like saying about like my fondness of the original. But yeah, anyway, I. I'm guessing you quite liked it. I really liked it. Did you? I really like it. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm starting to feel like I'm a bit mad because like, I walked out of it and everyone else I was with fucking hated it. Mm. Found it boring, laughed at it, slept through it. They were having fucking none of it. And I really liked it. And I'm now starting to see that like the general consensus like online, a lot of people hate it, but there are people who are defending it and saying it's brilliant. I wouldn't go mm. so fast to say it's brilliant. I just think that it's... I, I like it and I like the ideas behind it. I like the the I like where they take the story and how they develop the world from the original trilogy. And yeah, I, I think it's probably it's the best since the original, I think. Yeah. That's not necessarily no. saying much, I guess. I mean But I feel like it's better you know, it's better than reloaded, it's better than revolutions, um, in my opinion. Yeah. Um and it's just it does it is interesting it doesn't spoon feed you to a certain like like the first few you know when you're trying to figure out what's going on like that i agree the first act is by far the best yeah um but because it's the most ambiguous you're just trying to figure out how it all works but then as they are they peel back the layers of it and you start to see what actually is happening i found the answers fairly satisfying i've got i've got i I I just didn't find any actual definitive like not de- not definitive answers, but what I found was that for everything that started, they started something to happen, and you go, "That's really interesting." Yeah. The Morpheus thing. Yeah. You go, "That is really clever." Yes. Really, really clever. Yeah. Really, really interesting. A really like, like meta. Not, and I'm gonna keep saying we're gonna keep saying the word meta and whatever, but it's like. A really interesting way from a narrative and thematic point yeah. of view to get something done. Yeah. And then they don't do anything with it after a while. Yeah. I feel, after there's a, there's a certain point and they just go, nah, it's done now. Because yeah. I feel like what what almost this is, is that, and you get the feeling that, yeah, that like say, because there are those underdeveloped things, is that this is like Lana or whoever the, you know, the writers behind it. They almost had like a full trilogy's worth of story here. But they knew they knew full well that it, what they weren't going to get into thought, no, a new trilogy. It's just it's not going to happen. Yeah. Like what? Even if Warner Brothers wanted that, and they and they even hint at that, they have a whole thing at the beginning of it where yeah. it's about making it Matrix Four, and it becomes this meta narrative because within the story, and we don't know any of this from the trailers. So we will yeah. we'll we'll spoil a little bit of the stuff from the first act. Yeah. But within the narrative of the film, there is this whole story about there was an original Matrix trilogy, and now. Thomas Anderson, near um, Keanu Reeves' character within the Matrix, mm. is being asked to create a fourth one, and then they yeah. have all these like focus groups and like all this stuff going on about why we're making a fourth one, and the the powers that be are deciding that we're going to cash in on this IP and all that kind of yeah. stuff, which is interesting. Um, but I just feel like, yeah, like all of that, and but then in that speech they go. Matrix 4 and who knows how however many more after that because the mm. idea is that it's a reboot and the point of a reboot is to there to be more than one you want yeah. to start a whole well Jonathan thing. Croft's character says um, we want three we want yeah. another trilogy we want another trilogy yeah so but I feel like Lana's purposely like because what I, what I feel like her sort of mission statement on this was like not to give the people what they want but to give what do what she wanted 
um mm. and to that point she almost like like throws everything at the wall and goes right this is everything rather than spooling out over four yeah. over three movies and fuck you i won't do what you tell me <laughs> sort of yeah throw, rage against the machine kind of type thing which i appreciate and i like and that. but they kind of do that they kind but, of well, they, that, they yeah. kind of do that but then they kind of do a bit of a remake of the first only and in the first bit only in the first act and at the end yeah kind of and like and like the first and then the way that things are like led through you're like i have seen this like yeah. it's a not very good remake yeah but, and, I, I but like, then there's other stuff on top of it that makes it not a remake if you know yeah what I mean. that's, and like, that's the thing i i appreciated that it was a case of retelling a certain retelling the story the initial story of the matrix but in a new context in a new and you yeah. start as you start to understand what it is is happening you start to peel back those layers um, and we are talking around in circles. We're going to have to get yeah. into spoilers. We will have to get into spoilers. I think generally, like, I think it's very well made. Yes. I think from considering it's got a, what seems to be a fairly limited budget. Yeah. Like, not like low budget, but it doesn't have like no. a Justice League no, no, sort no, of budget no. or like an Avengers budget. It's got, it, it does really well in most places with what it's done. Mm. If you really liked all three you're probably gonna like this i don't know people are hating it people are fucking but, hating it. like and that's the thing like, i don't know because i love the first one i don't like the second two and i don't like this one mm. but i think it's yeah i think the, the problem is it feels like there's so much wasted potential in there yeah i think what's one of the big things that and i think is a completely legitimate complaint is that the action is a bit lackluster Mm. Uh, but there is there's one standout fight sequence or two I could probably mention. There's one in there in the dojo, and there's one where it's um, Neo versus the who's the guy Jonathan Groff. Yeah, yeah, his character. They have a fight in like a um, old uh, toilet, isn't it? I think. Or oh yeah, like, oh, like, yeah. Because it's like tiled walls and stuff, and everything gets chipped. yeah. But that is a good like mano mano fight. Yeah, but that's kind of it. And it's like, particular the one thing that I'm, the two actually, uh, new cast members who didn't deliver on action stakes are um, Jessica Henwick and mm-hmm. Yaya Abdul-Martin II. Yeah. Because those two are both absolute badasses, particularly Jessica yeah. Henwick. When they cast Jessica Henwick in an Matrix movie, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. We know, having seen her in the in the Iron Fist and all the uh, Marvel shows, we know she's a fucking great martial artist and yeah. actress. She can do both. And when they go, oh, we're casting her in the Matrix movie, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, here we go. Yeah. And she doesn't really do much. She doesn't. Doesn't have a fight, really. She turns up and she spouts a lot of nonsense. She does a lot. She doesn't have any character progression. Not really. Whatsoever. No one else. No one does. Nah. Well, I think Neo and Trinity. Neo and Trinity have... This is their story and that stuff works, I think. (sighs) Partly. Like, there's a a major fucking hang-up that I've got about this. (laughs) Like, and... But then there's also, like... That's what's frust- what frustrates me about this film is that there's so much in there that could be amazing. Yeah. That could be so, so fucking good. Yeah. And it doesn't do it with any of it. Yeah. It just feels like it takes it out to a point and then goes, oh, there's another shiny fun thing that we can talk about in The Matrix. And they pick that up and then they put play with that for a bit and then they put it down and they pick it up, play with it, put it down. Like it doesn't, nothing ever feels like yeah. it's followed through to fruition. And even with the overall through line that happens with it, that doesn't feel satisfying because it's, it doesn't, it doesn't really give you an effective payoff. I don't know. I think the thing with it is that it's difficult to view it in a bubble 
Which yeah. to me is like it, it, the payoff and the overall through line, which we'll talk about more once we get into spoilers, mm. is kind of, it's the f- payoff for the entire series, mm. more so than just this movie. It's kind of, it comes to a conclusion and it recontextualizes everything that's happened before. Yeah. And that works for me. Yeah. I can't, I'm talking generalities. When we get it's, into it, we'll get into it. It's DLC is what it is. Like Kind of, yeah. But I feel like it it works in, the, when you when you rewatch the, the original trilogy in this context, mm. it, it makes sense in terms of how they, how certain characters are given more agency or more mm. to do in this one. <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, like there is a lot that goes on. There are things that happen. There are things that are carried over from before. Um, but yeah, I I honestly couldn't. It's 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 a shame because I'd have loved to have been able to be like, this is it. The trailer looks amazing. Don't really know what's going on. Like, why is everyone back? How is this happening? How is this happening? Yeah. And it just it none of it feels like it pays off properly. It feels like it should have been two films or a longer Trilogy. film yeah. or should have taken out loads of other stuff or even yeah. a tv series hbo tv series where it's 10 parts yeah that could have been, been good fucking brilliant yeah that's true that could have been really good actually if you got the same cast in and everything and just had but then i think p- people get too frustrated or well, maybe it's just that people would get too annoyed with like if you have a whole f- ep- first episode where it's just following keanu and his- westworld yeah, true. look at Westworld. Like yeah. the, you know, the high concept, like Deus Ex Machina, AI, sentience within the machine, like yeah. ghosts in the machine, sort of stuff. Like a computer developing sentience, or conversely, like any of that. There are high concept pieces out there that work really, really well. But this, that's what this should have been. It should have been on HBO Max. Yeah, and it would have been brilliant. That's a really good shout, actually, um, because I think the other thing to mention, I guess, before we get into spoilers, um, mm. is that this is bombed hard. Has it really, really badly? And there's been there's been lots of excuses made, like you know, it came out day and date with HBO Max. Did it? Yeah. Oh um, fucking hell! But then, so people have been pirating it and all streaming it on there. So not a lot of box office. But then you look back and go. Well, yeah, so did Suicide Squad, and that still made like double the amount of money. Yeah, as like, okay, um, right, well, well, it's up against Spider Man. Maybe that's why. Is a, yeah, but it also came out the same day as Sing Two in America, mm. and Sing Two made like double the box office money that The Matrix Resurrections did. It made like twelve million opening weekend. Mm. The Matrix. That's fucking. It's mad. like it's bombed hard, and it's like and this. It- that's why I said up front that this is probably going to be the last they ever do. Yeah. Um, there may be like a an animatrix style thing that they could do to carry things on, but I doubt it. Mm. It's like given the critical and and reception. Although having said that, there is already starting to be like even if you like things on YouTube because you start you know getting into things on YouTube. Some people are coming out and defending it. Some people are saying it's trash. Some people are saying this is how you do a um a reboot. Mm. And there are certain things to about it that I kind of agree with because I'm like. They've got this meta narrative within it about the idea of reboots and cashing in on people's nostalgia. Yeah. But then what I like about that is that they're using that in the context of the Matrix to say, well, it's a system of control by giving people that little dopamine hit by getting the member berries. It's yeah. like, what if the machines in charge of the Matrix started using that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, that makes perfect sense. And it's kind of like now they're 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 recontextualizing and saying, right, well now it's. The Matrix and the people who run the Matrix are like the big corporations of the world and the Warner Brothers and the Disneys of the world yeah. who are just there to give us a little dopamine hit and keep us buying stuff. Yeah. And continuously, and, and that whole thing they set up about always, you know, the 
the fine line between fear and desire. Always wanting something that you can't quite reach. Yeah. But never going for it because you're scared about what you might lose. Yeah. That's really, I like that. I like that as a concept. I feel like that is just as, that's really relevant to like the, the today's world. And we all have that. Yeah. It's something that we can really tap into. I, I think that worked. Yeah. Um, and the idea of someone using that as the basis for an entire matrix to as a system of control to control the yeah. human race. And it's like, that actually makes more sense on a psychological level than something as simple. Because it's, it's more nuanced than just we plug people into a machine and then send them off. Yeah. And some of them figure but it out. Think some about of them don't. In the original one where they say about like, it's, you know, it's the, um, people want to be controlled. Yeah. Like people don't want to live in paradise. They want to be, they want to have a degree of control, but they've also got to recognize that there are problems. So they're like, Oh, I'm over here saving my little thing that I won't, you know, yeah. Stir up the waters too much because of what's happening over there. And it's, I don't know, like it feels like there is stuff in there that I really like. Yeah. Like when they say, when they spin in like the metatextual narrative at the start and you're like, oh, maybe because this is looking in a way that it is like, like he's mad. Yeah. And, you know, like we've seen in the trailers, he's like talking to a psychoanalyst. Yeah. Uh, played by Neil Patrick Harris. He's like, yeah, but really like you you know you need you shouldn't feel that way about this and you're like oh is this doing something really different yeah and you start to buy in and then it like pulls it away and gives you someone else instead yeah and it's like it's just it, i don't know like it was i wanted to like it more because of all the ideas that it had but because everything was sort of pulled back so quickly like I, I, I don't know. Like a lot of, I lost a lot of goodwill for it because I was just like, just let me have something that pays off with it. Yeah, I think it's it's too densely packed. It's so too densely you, you packed. You can't absorb any of the stuff that's happening. Yeah. I think that's a kind of reaction to, um, to the the criticisms of the previous movies as well. If you mm. think about it, because mm. in those movies there were those conversations would go for a lot much longer time and allow you to yeah. dig- digest them. And that was something they got criticised for. We criticised them for, in fairness. Yeah. We sat there. There was way too much, particularly like the Reloaded is particularly bad yeah. for it, where they just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and nothing happens. Yeah. Whereas this one has that sort of, we have to keep moving all the time. Yeah. But because of that, those those interesting points they hit on don't get explored properly. Exactly. And it's kind of like... And it's re- recognising that you should, like, they are good ideas... But in any sort, when you look at any sort of project management structure of something, especially like even within films, like when you look at way something's laid out and you go, that's a really good idea, but it's not going to work here. Let's take it out. Let's shelve it for now. Mm. Rather than just putting it in there and being like, I'm really clever. Well, I think, yeah, like I say, I think it's just they knew that this was like a Hail Mary. Yeah. It's like, this is my one opportunity to come back to this franchise that I created. It's very important to me and I'm going to do it. And this is, these are the things that I want to say. And Mm -hmm. this is my last chance to say it. Yeah. So I kind of, and I, I think I said this before we, you know, before we even went to it, it's like what I really appreciate, and it's kind of similar to how I felt about, you know, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League, is that if nothing, it's a swing, mm. it's a huge swing, and it doesn't always work, mm. and it like there are some things that just shouldn't fucking be in there. But goddamn, do I appreciate a swing? Yeah, no, I appreciate them not just doing the same, th- and they're even calling out just people just doing the same thing. And just people, you know, sheeple or whatever they call it, just going on. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. Oh, yeah, I remember. And just yeah. doing the same shit all over again. And people love familiarity. They love knowing where stories are going to end. And stories and feelings are the things that control people. And that's why yeah. we just keep serving the same ones over and over and over again. Yeah. And this one went, now we're going to do something different. 
even but if that didn't, didn't work. Well, but, no, but it, because it because it didn't though. No, but I think it. I think it, for the way people are reacting to it, it kind of shows that it did in a way because people are pissed off about certain decisions and things that were made, and it kind of it makes them feel like they've taken away something from the original trilogy. Really? Yeah. Because I've not seen any. The only thing that I saw was, as I mentioned to you, which was the original. When I saw the review on IGN, that was like oh, they hated scathing. It. Yeah, they it. Like, hated it. And I didn't, I didn't fucking hate it. Like no. it pissed me off because it felt like it was just a massive waste of all the potential that they yeah. had in there. And yeah, that's probably at Warner Brothers' fault. But speaking objectively, like the film itself suffers from all of the staff. Yeah. And like I just, there are points in there like. You just go, I get it, I get yeah, I get it, I get it, I get it, yeah. It's still not good. Yeah. And that's that's where I'm sort of struggling with it, is that there's, like, not enough has been executed effectively. Uh, and I lost a lot of goodwill. And yeah. I wish I hadn't, I really wanted it to be good. Yeah. And um, I was, yeah, dumbstruck when I first saw that there were bad reviews, because I was like, no, like... Come on. No, people, but the thing is, yeah, I say people hate it, but it's what interesting again because I feel like this is kind of in a similar way. It's going to be similar to like uh, the Last Jedi, mm. in that they're not as big because it's not as big as Star Wars, mm. but there's going to be people for and against it, arguing forever. Yeah. But like you look at like the Rotten Tomatoes score, Rotten Tomatoes, they're both are about sixty. Both the audience and um, critics score for mm. Matrix is about sixty percent. Yeah. Whereas the audience score for Last Jedi is like forty percent, yeah, and ninety three percent on the critics, yeah. Whereas so it's like, you know, arguably audiences like it more than Last Jedi, yeah. So it's like, mm, interesting. And but then there are some people just absolutely slagging it off, saying I can't believe they did this. What a fucking piss take, and mm. just like yeah. But then there are uh, there are some political issues in the background of it that I feel are going to be colouring some of that which is why you've got to be really careful in that in your criticisms of it I feel like because a lot of it is going to end up being that it's going to be you know because I of really, the conclusion that really it comes to I really respect the the conclusion that it gets to yeah I really respect that decision mm-hmm. and I really I think it's a really interesting concept that they've done because it's this sort of thing hasn't been done in film in a big mainstream film before. No. But it felt like, yeah, but like, it's, it's again, like I'm sort of, I'm, you know, I'm flogging a dead horse here. Like I'm just saying the same thing over and again, but it's yeah. like, there was so much around that point. Yeah. That you were like, if you were a little bit more focused on it. Yeah. If you spent a little bit more time sort of massaging that idea and like nurturing its growth, mm. then it could have been, it could have been like a massive eye opener for people in, in certain ways. But um, and then it did finish. But the part that really kicked me in the crotch at the end is some of like the vernacular that was used throughout the film, yeah. because that felt like a really juvenile way of speaking about certain matters. Okay, and we'll get into it in spoilers. Yeah. But it's yeah, <laughs> I think like you say, like there is a point at the end that does pay off, mm. and that does sort of give you like an effective conclusion. But I do think, yeah, the politicisation of it is going to be... That's going to be, yeah. It's, it's similar in a way to the, like, the, the... And we've talked about this recently with Ghostbusters as well. When people slag off and take the piss out of the 2016 Ghostbusters, mm. there are, you have to read into their criticism 
whether they're legitimately criticizing it because it's a bad film or they're criticizing it because there's women and they don't like yeah. women and they're just assholes. Yeah. And there'll be a bit of that with this. I think there'll be a lot of Matrix red pill pieces of shit who will just kick the fuck off at what this film does. And that has to be taken into consideration mm-hmm. in terms of the backlash. Um, so there's a certain segment of the backlash which will be that. And there's a certain section of it which will just be legitimate criticisms, which is completely open to. Isn't it? I'm not, it's, yeah. By no means is this a masterpiece. But I just quite enjoyed it. I mean, I, yeah. I'm at this point. I'm you know, it's come out and it's the last movie of the year, basically. Yeah. And it, to me, I'm like I'm ranking it. I'm like I think I've probably preferred it to something like Eternals or maybe yeah. Like there are certain things that I, if I'm ranking it, I had a lot of fun with it, and it made me. I was just puzzling it out as I was watching it, and it gave me some visually spectacular things, which yeah. is exactly what I want for a Matrix movie. So. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it moved the world along in an interesting way that was visually interesting. And like, when they went into the real world and all the stuff, they got right. What happened since the end of the war? Which is what I was like excited to see when we got to the end of the trilogy. I was like, yeah, but then what? Yeah. And it answered that for me, and not necessarily in the most satisfying way, but at least I got something. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got something out of it. And but again, that was like that something enough wasn't enough no but me, like it's a case of, like, if they hadn't put any of that in then I would have walked away going oh I wish they'd done that but yeah. they would have made potentially made a stronger movie because they would have focused more on yeah Thomas and Trinity yeah and I think that we are like essentially like like your 60% is my 40% yeah like that's the sort of the conclusion that we're at because uh, like you say there are things in there and you're like oh I'm glad they mentioned that yeah I'm glad they mentioned Maybe it. Maybe give me a little bit more. Maybe give Maybe me, you yeah. don't have to talk about this thing. Like, yeah. you don't have to make a big deal about that. Yeah. But you can you can allude to that, yeah. but talk more about the other thing. Yeah. Because you talk more about something that doesn't matter than about things that do. Yeah. Or that would matter to stuff well, yeah, that we've it's, seen it's, before. Exactly. It's about, they're trying to serve, like, all the stuff and all the different plot threads that were left over from the original trilogy. Trying mm-hmm. to pick them up and answer them and and bring them forward yeah all in one two hour movie and it's just like there's too much it's yeah. too dense yeah you've got things like the you know even things like the um sati as a character mm. and her parents and all that whole storyline that's a whole thing that you need to get into it's like right well, we need to answer that oh, we need fuck, to, yeah i forgot about that exactly we need to answer what happens in the real world we need to answer what happens in the new matrix we need to answer this we need to answer that and they do their best to try and do all of it and it doesn't quite work because yeah. they're trying to do too much God damn, do I appreciate the attempt? Yeah, <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? yeah, exactly. I just appreciate that they fucking pull that. You can tell they put their heart and soul into it, and like, they really tried to, yeah. to get it to work. And I'd much rather this than whatever the fuck Warner Brothers would have done on their own. Yeah, and God, this, that would have been that would have been fucking. This uh, does feel Space like Jam a, too. This does feel like a bit of a reaction to, similarly to like the Justice League stuff. Oh yeah. So like they've gone. You are gonna do this. Or we're going to do it without you. Yeah. But you get to do it your way. Yes. And then that didn't work. So it's, it's it, I don't know, is it the curse of Warner Brothers? Like, yeah. is, is that the way that, that Warner Brothers do things now? Is it's it a constant back and forth where they go, right, well, we've taken away creative control from everybody for years and we ended up with a crap bunch of DC movies. Everyone kicked off. Now we gave Zack Snyder back and everyone loved it or most people liked the Zack Snyder cut and it was a big success. Um, right, in that case, from now on, we're going to be creator-led and let Lana Wachowski come in yeah. and do whatever she wants with The Matrix, and it bombed fucking hard. So now, yeah. are they going to swing back the other way now and yeah, start exactly. taking control again? Fuck knows. Because then <laughs> you look at stuff like the other Warner Brothers properties that they've got. They've, so they've got more DC stuff coming up. Mm. 
but they've also got another Harry Potter coming up. Yeah. Not well, like a Wizarding yeah, World. Wizarding uh, World. Uh, yeah. Night animals and where are they? Yeah, um, yeah. Fantastic, Fantastic beasts, beasts and where, 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 where they find them. Gone? Where, <laughs> where, where have they gone? Listen, most of the words were there. They were just slightly different. No, Fantastic beasts different verbs. Get them back in the case. And just, they were all yeah. other verbs and nouns. Yeah. Uh, put your dog back in the box. Yeah. Because it's stolen the watch. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting to see what the slate is for Warner Brothers because they are typically a very reactionary oh, yeah, organisation. When it comes to this sort of stuff, so it would be, yeah, be surprised to see what happens. I think. Next. I think the other thing that they've kind of hit, they hit on in this, and that it makes perfect sense to me. If they're not, if it doesn't continue as a film franchise, they need to start thinking about it in terms of video games. Yeah, because it just it lend, the fact that there hasn't been a full AAA title Matrix game is crazy to me. And not only that, they've just done that Unreal Engine Five thing yeah. with it, which looked incredible. Yeah, and. They also then, a big plot point of this movie, which we can kind of spoil, is that the idea is that Thomas Anderson, Neo, has, in whatever reality he's living in at the moment, he's being told that he traces a video game trilogy called The Matrix. Called the Matrix and it basically followed the plot of the original trilogy of The Matrix. The yeah. idea is that all the lines and the story beats that happened in the original trilogy are things that he himself wrote yeah. and happened. Oh, that was a great idea. But and like, that's why it looks like him. That's why it that's looks like why. him. That's why it's... And, but like the idea that... Like, and we... Because there was speculation way back when the first trailer came out that we were going to get real meta where it was like they were movies that the a um, actor called Keanu Reeves starred in and in the new Matrix movie, Keanu Reeves would be playing Keanu Reeves. Right. They did something similar but not the same as that. Not and as it worked, big of a leap. Not as as meta as that yeah. but it actually worked really well there's no unbearable it. weight of talent with no. Nicolas Cage um, but then that also then so we go well yeah make them like if you have the technology now to make them look that good like they did in the Unreal Engine mm. and the idea is that you know you, you plug in you jack into the Matrix and you can tell what narrative storytelling can do now in games in terms of just the how good it can look yeah do that make it an a interactive Think of, think of the storytelling possibilities if they go yeah. Lana Wachowski and then give her like the Unreal 5 engine and I don't know uh, Naughty Dog or someone and so go make a game and that will be the continuation of this yeah. story fucking do that do something with it like do something with it because there's enough there that you could do something with yeah but the problem was is that what they gave us wasn't good enough to make anything from that no. now so and because there's no financial this, you know, it's not. I'm not being funny, but then you look look at Spider Man, for example. Oh yeah, Spider Man's Spider-Man's just made what a billion. Yeah, it's the biggest, um, highest grossing movie Sony have ever made. Yeah, it's been out for like two weeks. Um, yeah, so it's fucked. So yeah, from a purely business financial point of view, but then I also like yeah, from a meta point of view, it's not. I don't think it's a coincidence that the bad guys in this movie are smarmy media types. <laughs> that's that's a part of what that's one of the things that sort of frustrated me is a bit as as the longer that goes on the more juvenile it feels yeah but no, i think that even goes into the second act as well and the second and third yeah. act as well yeah like there's the there's a particular point at the end yeah where i was rolling my eyes do you mean the post credits there was a post credit scene oh yeah we'll show you the post credits uh, there was a post credit scene yeah <laughs> Um, it's only a little one. It's like a little joke. It's nothing much, but it's yeah. Um, oh fucking hell! 
Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I did wonder. Anyway, we but got. I'd um, lost a lot of goodwill. Yeah, I can imagine. I well, I was with a group of there were five of us, and they could not get out of the cinema quick enough. By the time, like, by the time they're directed by Lionel Chaska, they were literally there was a hole in the wall where they'd left. <laughs> like they couldn't get the fuck out of there. They did not want to be there. So the, the idea of asking them to wait around for a post credits was just not going to happen. <laughs> so I found out after the fact. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's get into spoilers. Spoilers. Yeah, your mileage may vary, but it's um, it's an interesting one. Um, yeah, I mean th- that's the thing, right? It's an interesting one. I'm glad I went to see it. Mm. That's the one thing I said because I got back. And I did make a big fuss to my girlfriend about it. I, was, I really want to see it. I really, really want to see it. You know, I do want to see it. I've yeah. heard that it might not be great, but I do want to see it because I want to make my own decision. Yeah. And I saw it and yeah. my opinion. But I am glad that I saw it and I'm glad that I saw it in a cinema. Yes. Because yeah. I like supporting cinema. Yeah. I like supporting film. Um, But yeah, it's it's what you're going to make of it if I, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to people but if you would i would yeah. i really liked it and like i say i think it's probably it's the best since the original still nowhere near the the brilliance of the original yeah. because the brilliant the original just had that perfect balance of yeah. all the different elements which we talked about when we talked about it previously um but it just felt different it felt you know in in this year that's just been all this stuff and it felt like commentary on cinema as it currently stands in a certain way, in the, yeah. in the way that people just want the same shit. People just want to reach for that thing they can't quite grab and they just want a little bit of dopamine and that's yeah. what they want. And this was like, at least it was a commentary on that and it had some meat around it. And I think part of it is like, what was what excited me about it, walking out of it, is the conversations that I'm able to have or engage yeah. with. Yeah, exactly. With you and with people online and that, yeah. which you can't get from other things. Other than, you know, much as we all love Marvel and stuff like that, other than all, us all sitting around going, oh, it was cool when, like, Doctor Octopus turned up, wasn't it? Exactly. Like, other than it's just a series cool... of beats of how cool something is. Yeah, it's like never, that. There's no... And I, don't get me wrong, I fucking love the new Spider-Man movie. And we can sit around all day and geek out about how awesome it was. But that's it. Whereas yeah. with this, you can debate it. You can really pick it apart and say, right, well, this is what I thought they were talking about and this is what you thought they were talking about. And that is what I love. Mm. That's what I've always loved about The Matrix. And this gave yeah. me more of that. It's more content to sort of yeah. dig your teeth into so on that basis i really liked it yeah see anyway. yeah now we now we're spoilers 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 and i'm going to do something interesting here because fortuitously, I went and saw another film the next day called Titan. Yeah, fuck that. No. <laughs> okay. Now, Titan is does. Uh, there's a very, very strong symmetry between The Matrix and Titan. Okay. In so much as the first act mm-hmm. is very much one thing, and the second two are completely fucking different. Mm-hmm. So when you watch the trailer for Titan, you think it's about cars women dancing around weird shit going on in france it's not about that at all when you watch when you start watching the matrix you think oh it's about thomas anderson and is he is he mad because he's in the matrix or is he not and is this going to happen or is, is it not and it starts yeah. yeah red pill blue pill what are we going to do here and there's you know there's the, the you know there's the meta textual side of it as well and they're like that's built into the narrative but then it gets into the next bit and it and it all just does something fairly safe. 
as it goes through mm. with the story. It's like, right, well, you know, it becomes a heist and they've got to go and get Trinity and yeah. then they've got to rescue Trinity and then, then the film ends. And But then something like Titan does something completely fucking different. Mm. Both are films that very strongly deal with gender politics, trans issues, and both films deal with the fact of something of like the creation of something that leads into something different and how it affects like your outlook on life people hiding in one part to another now Tatan does that in a very visceral very scary way a very physical way a very uh interesting way where it sort of sort of deconstructs fatherhood and motherhood and the sort of the role of gender norms within society and it does that in like a quite an overt way but it mm. does that in a very symbolic way mm. And like symbolism's there for you to catch on to, but it's for you to be able to take hold of that and go, right, I understand what this is about. Yeah. I just need to go and weigh and process it. And the yeah. Matrix didn't do that. The Matrix went, we're going to start talking to you about this. We're going to start, we're going to introduce the concept that Morpheus, there needs to be a Morpheus yeah. that he's subconsciously created within this tiny little, this sort of crib software. Yeah. <clears throat> and his subconscious knows that he needs a Morpheus to pull him out. But to accelerate that, because of the way that he needed Morpheus and Smith from the first one to do the same job, they were two sides of a different circle. Yeah. They were the yin to the yang. Yeah. And between that, they pulled him out. And that's yeah. what worked. So he made that. And you go, that's a fucking brilliant idea. Yeah. yeah. And then it's gone. Because well, it did the job, but it now served, fuck it, it's it served gone. its purpose, didn't it? So I, but I then they're of... like, "Oh, we've, here's another Smith," mm. because Jonathan Groff's Mister Smith now. Yeah, he's great, by the way, and he's great. He's a scenery chewing monster villain, and but he's and not, then he's, he's in it, yeah, and then he's just fucking gone, yeah. And you're like, brilliant. Oh, we've got Jonathan Groff, who's this amazing performer, yeah, amazing, amazing performer. He's in like Hamilton. He's in Frozen. He's in all sorts. He's in fucking. Um, What's the program about serial killers? Mindhunter. Mindhunter. He's on Mindhunter and he's unbelievable in it. Like yeah, yeah, transformational. Yeah. He's in this and he's in the first bit. He's in the middle bit a little bit. They have a big punch up and then he fucking disappears and then he comes back later. Yeah. And you're like, well, it's use I, that some more. Yeah, like, I know. It's have because... him be in the background. Don't just be like, oh, because he's a villain-ish and so's Neil Patrick Harris. But Neil Patrick Harris is kind of starts talking about all this oh it's too expensive to do this and this this and oh it costs too much and you know explain that are you going to explain what the cost is to your your ai society to your virtual society hmm. no you're just going to say it was too it cost too much cost too much what cost too many lives cost too many human lives copper tops are we running out of batteries or because yeah. the scarcity of it you're going to explain it no yeah well it's because like because i think like we would want that, but like the more the longer they take explaining things, the more pissed off people would yeah. be. That's the problem with it. Is that's that's their sort of their catch twenty two they're into now. Yeah. That they have to everything has to be pushing forward constantly. Mm. So even when we do get that big exposition dump with Neil Patrick Harris in the middle, where he's revealed to be basically the new architect, and he says, "Right, this is what." I and so what you're referring to there about the whole cost thing is that instead of now having agents who then take over someone. And like become a, a physical embodiment yeah. of the system, they are able instead to hack into people's brains and basically do swarm mode, as they call yeah. it, and turn every person in the matrix against you in their mm. own form. 
And there's just this throwaway line about how it's much much um, less expensive to do this than it is to swap out. And it's like, yeah, you're right. You could explain that in in more detail, but in doing that, you then have to stay there for an extra five minutes. And people don't have that kind of patience anymore. Yeah. Like, and they, I feel like they are scared. Like much as they, they, they clearly they don't negate everything that happened in Reloaded and Revolutions. They embrace mm. it, but they, they are scared about falling into those pitfalls. Yeah, there's like that, a reason that all the flashbacks are from the original film. Not all of them. I, I Really, I thought it was all of them. No, there's from... a few. Well, there's one where it's like, um, yeah, I, I, there's a little bit of him in me, and you see all the monitors of oh, yeah from yeah. Reloaded. There's bits where... Or that when it, oh, I I was there when you died and you see Keanu dying in oh, yeah. um, so there's, and even like Niobe when she's talking about the machines all turned around and left you see them all leaving yeah. from the end of so there's quite a bit from the trilogy, um, but yeah I mean now we're past the spoilers we can kind of get into what this film's really about and it's it's all about Trinity, really yeah. it's all about so basically it's, it's, we they yeah. the first um, act is about breaking Neo out of the Matrix. And that is the reason that is contained to the first act is because yeah, that kind of is the, well, it's, well, it's not the whole of the first movie, mm. but is it? There's a certain amount of shorthand you can do once you've got him out, and he realizes that all that stuff that he put, what he thought put into his game was actually his life. Mm. You can then jump forward a bit, you know, and then have to go through the. And they yeah. do repeat some of the beats, like having him fight Morpheus in the um, dojo and all that. Fights Morpheus in the dojo, but they have a walk around the real world and yeah. have some deep conversations about it. Yeah. And get introduced to this, that, and the other. Yeah, and then, but then you meet Niobe, and you find out what's been going on in the real world, what happened since Neo did what he did, which was interesting. And again, I would see, a, I would watch a whole movie about that, all that kind of sci-fi stuff. But there isn't time. We got, yeah. to move, we got to get through a trilogy's yeah. worth of stuff in one movie. So let's keep moving. So we go. Oh, now we've got this uh, new city called was it Io? Is Io, which is going to be, um, which I like, is a inversion of Zero One, which was the machine city that started it all off. Yeah. And Zero One is now um, Io. Sorry, is like this sort of. Uh, it's also a smaller version of Zion. Yeah. But it's yeah, but it's bigger and more expansive, and you've got now machines and people and digitized like sentient programs all working and living together yeah and it is kind of even though it's still this war-torn world it's kind of the the piece that neo worked for i'm like this is really interesting this is really cool and then mm. they, they show you like this is what we're able to achieve by working together like yeah we can reverse engineer like fruit they the, is the fruit is the example they give they go right we're able to grow strawberries now because this program can jack into the matrix get the code for what a strawberry is meant to look and feel and taste like yeah. and apply that to the real world. It's like, that's really cool. That's yeah. a really cool concept. And then they move on. It's like, okay, I appreciate that. I like all that world building stuff. I really like, it's really cool. And the idea that the machines started fighting amongst themselves because they were freeing so many people out of the matrix. Suddenly there was a scarcity of power. Yeah. And so they started fight. There was like civil wars going on between the machines. It's like, that's really, okay. Yeah, of course it would. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, cool. That Let's makes, see it. Yeah, but you don't, and that's what I mean. Like, I lo- that's what I'm saying is that I'm ve- I'm so with you on the complexity of the ideas that are in there, and the core concepts, and the themes, and the things that they start to bring out. What bugs me is that they just never take it far enough for it but to feel satisfying. The is, I don't know what more you can do with that other than, other than just, just sh- take some of it out. Like, there's just some stuff that you can take out. Yeah, I guess so. Like, there's the there's a particular scene which is like which like demonstrates the. Like the obviousness of like how fast everything has to move, yeah, for the sake of making something look cool, it's got to move fast, but ends up in t- actually being pointless, yeah. 
is that they go, now, Neo, we're going to have to lock you up. Okay. So they, And he's like, well, I'm not going to fight you guys. So they lock him up. And then he looks around the room and he goes, oh, there's a balcony. Walks out into the balcony. Morpheus drops down as, as a series of beads. And you're like, can I have a conversation here? They're going to talk about like how the world is and yeah. how everything moves so we're on. We're going to use to digest all this information we've just been given. We're going to start processing something. We're no. going to start working through this because there's as no... an audience, you know, you want to be able to understand stuff no. and be able to digest There's and no time, it. Tom. No, there's no time because the fucking spaceship turns up and they're fine again. So there's no stakes. So you're just like, well, that was a fucking waste of time. Why not just have them be like, walk around a corner and they're all like, hmm. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, off to the ship we go. Yeah. It's There's nothing to it. I know what you mean. It's just a case of, yeah, it, like I said, they're scared to stop. Yeah. Because they feel like that's something that they got criticised for last time. So yeah. they kind of, they do the bare minimum and then move on. Yeah. Um, but but when the- they did it before... It was like really draggy and really boring and like, or not really boring, but it was really dragged out and became overly complex. Whereas when you do it, when, and it's just, it just needed some in this, just a bit. Like you can skip over some things. You can skip over, you can say that line that you just said, we were freeing too many people. Yeah. So they were losing all this power. So they started fighting amongst themselves. Yeah. And whilst we were expanding our, our, you know where we are. Yeah, and it kind of they get they get they tie themselves in knots because they try and they talk about freeing too many people. Yeah, and then, and as a result, but then they also talk about how like people are now free because they make a big point in this one about how it's not a a it's not a cho- your choice isn't really a choice mm. or that you, they actually they make a point of they, the way they phrase the the blue pill red pill thing mm. is that take this red pill if you want to be come with us and be free or if you if you feel like you're where you need to be take the blue pill yeah and they give people that opportunity and that's the big thing around this whole so they, they end up in this whole heist situation yeah where they've got to go in and get um trinity out but the big thing they always say is that it has to be her choice yeah she, if she chooses that that's where that she's living her best life in the matrix and wants to do that then yeah. we have to respect that decision and let her do it yeah and that's an interesting idea but then there's guy when the guy's leading neo into his cell or whatever he goes Sometimes it feels like the Matrix won because people don't want to be free. They just want to have the same shit over and over again. Yeah. Which is an interesting point. But it's like, but that contradicts what you said before about everyone being free. And now the, so like, right. Well, which is it? Did you free too many people when the machine started fighting amongst themselves? Or did the Matrix, I think maybe there's something to be said again, again, I sort of headcanon a bit is that it took that long for them to set up the new Matrix. Yeah. So the Matrix that they're currently in is built off the back of Neo and Trinity. Yeah, and that stuff I really liked as well. I thought that really worked. So the idea was that Neil Patrick Harris gives us this big exposition dump and explains to us how Neo and Trinity are even alive at this yeah. point, which was the big. You know, the movie's called Resurrections, and they were yeah. both dead at the end of the trilogy. So he talks about we worked for years to get you two back online, and so I feel like maybe in those years that's when they freed a load of people from the Matrix. Maybe yeah. that's it. And then when in creating the new one. And the new ones, like he talks about, my predecessor was all about numbers and equations and all that kind of thing mm. to keep people and facts and cold hard facts. Facts aren't how you control people; feelings are. Yeah, I'm like, okay. And then he goes on. He says, "All I have to do is create a, a scenario where, like, individually, Neo, you're just an equation. Mm. Without Trinity, without that feeling, you're nothing." I was like, yeah. that actually works really well when you go back and look through the whole trilogy because, like. In Matrix 1, she literally brings him back to life when he dies because she loves him. Yeah. 
in the second one by the, the reason he's the anomaly to end all anomalies and does the thing that no other one before him has done is because he loves her he chooses the left door not the right door yeah. because of her yeah in the third one he would not have got to the source if she hadn't flown him there he was yeah. blind so it's like on a virtual you know on so many levels none of him being the one works without her yeah and her like individually you are nothing together you are fucking terrifying yeah. like that re like recontextualizes the trilogy in a really cool way and it doesn't contradict it and it makes if anything it makes it stronger i really like that yeah i think that was cool and then it was just like the idea that right if we were to take that idea and expand it out across an entire matrix and go right well what if we put you within arm's reach of each other, but you could never have one another? Mm. Because you're scared to lose what you have. So let's give Trinity a family. Let's give her a husband and two kids, and she's happy, and you can't have her because of that. And you've got your career, and everyone's relying on you to do these things. You're mm. tied to that. And these things of people becoming complacent in their lives, and they have these conversations where they're you know, two older people. What happens if you meet your soulmate when you're in your 50s and you're already married? What do you do? Yeah, and it's that, and or you find your perfect job that you've always been like that you've always wanted. It's your dream job, but in order to do it, you have to take the risk of leaving your secure job. Yeah, in order to do it, and it's like no one's willing to make that jump. And you take that idea and apply it to an entire population, and that's how you control them. Yeah, it's like that. I love that. I love that idea. Mm. I think it's brilliant. I and that's yeah, that's the matrix. Yeah. And it's and it's, I like that idea. I genuinely do, and that's like you're like that's interesting, and that does work. But it again, when you bring in such like meta contextual sides of things, mm. and like so, go go into the one thing that really bugs me. So they they sort of there's like this attack on the red pill movement, and they start referring to everyone as like they start like Trinity's husband is very specifically called Chad. Chad. <laughs> and she's called Tiffany, yeah. which within, you know, I don't know if you've ever read any of this stuff. It's all like Chad, Brad, Tiffany and Brittany. And they're like, oh, fucking Brad's and Tiffany's. And it's like, and you're like, I don't know if, because that's how t tied up that is. Because that's like the red pill movement make fun of like, like incels referred to people as like yeah. Brad's and Tiffany's and Chad's and stuff. But then you're within, you know, when you're talking to like the Machowskis and that like the, because one of the things that I took from this was that it's, it talks a lot about, uh, it was to me, it seems like it spoke a lot about like trans identity yeah, and about the, the, the relationship that might exist from that Neo and Trinity are the one. Yeah. And that that's together but that's accepting both the male and the female aspect of being the one. So yeah. they are one. Yeah in that union together. So they're essentially yeah. like, as per their relationship, they're one identity. Yeah. And it's relevant that she's female or he's male, but the part of it togetherness is, yeah. is what matters. Yeah. So when you address that sort of specific of, Oh no, no. Well, he's, he's the one. No, no, he's not the one without her. No. I feel like, it, and they kind of, they lay the groundwork for that by talking about, like we talked earlier about um, how he needed, morpheus and smith yeah it's like all these things have to happen in a certain way like neo his journey mm. it involves a lot of people but i feel like what will end up happening with this is that, and this is what i was trying to allude to earlier on is that there's going to be all these arseholes who get pissed off about it and go off on a fucking rant about it mm. because they feel like it's oh it's gender politics gone mad and now our hero our bloke our man you know male hero james bond yeah is now fuck you <laughs> <laughs> 
is <laughs> now been watered down because he has to have this female counterpart and now yeah. she's the one and it makes oh, oh Neo was the one the whole time man fuck you it's gorgeous girly shit yeah. and the fact that then and then add on to the fact that it's directed by Lana Wachowski not Larry Wachowski because she's gone through the transition since then yeah. and there'll be all this negative fucking toxic shit mm. and that's going to be colouring a lot of people's like people or people just have a visceral reaction to the idea that mm. their hero isn't their hero anymore in the same way they did with like Luke Skywalker exactly and they're like oh not my Luke Skywalker oh yeah. not my Neo no, he's not my Neo because now he needs a woman it's like he's yeah. always needed a fucking woman he he's literally always... got killed at the end of the first one and she brought him back to life with a kiss alright he's not fucking yeah. he's not, I know you all think he's like left wing fucking Jesus or whatever but he's not he mm. never has been like <laughs> No, um, but yeah, there there will be that toxic element to it, which I just can't be fucked to deal with. Yeah, and it's it's this it's so much of the politics that have spun off from that, mm. and it was the fact that it was this it had this sort of fairly pure idea before that has now becomes has sort of been co opted by different movements around. When you you know when you look at like the Columbine shootings and like the long leather coats oh, yeah. and like the, the 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 iconography of like mass shoots and the perpetuation of that stuff is glorified in hindsight in a way yeah like they talk there's obviously all the guys who work for um thomas in the in the real in the matrix who are these game designers are basically matrix fanboys yeah they're sort of uh, you know mid 30s late 20s um guys who just are oh, this took over my life man you don't really understand yeah. like, i failed the fourth grade because i was so obsessed with your game yeah. And they're exactly that. And so they yeah. take, but I like that, yeah, it's meta and it takes the piss out of it a little bit. And just, I like all that. Those conversations they have. It made me sick in my mouth <laughs> a little bit when he, when they revealed that he was called Jude. Jude. To get, to get, to get Keanu Reeves to go, Jude. And you're just like, okay, yeah, you're very clever. Was that it? Was it? I didn't oh, it sounds up. a lot like dude, doesn't I didn't even, it? I didn't even pick up on that. I and did, it was just like, because it just went through and it just became like, it just there, there were these like flashes of cringe in there yeah. that like really pulled me out of the film. Yeah. And um, like, and it's, yeah, but like you say, like there's so much in like the identity side of things, like the trans issue is brilliant, but then they don't address anything too much with it no i was like that's this. something i was surprised that they didn't do more with actually i was yeah. i was convinced that that was going to be when you obviously there are all these parallels to the original when you when you know um you meet bugs's crew yeah and they're all there and i was convinced there was going to be one of them who we'd met in the matrix who was one gender and then we meet him in the yeah. real world is another gender but they didn't no i that's the thing because i thought that they were going to do the switch thing yeah or i thought when when i first because I was still obviously not quite getting my head around the whole um, Morpheus thing and what he actually was and how he was going to be represented in the real world. Mm. So when you first, when they got Neo's body out of there and you saw some of the crew, there was a, there was a tall black woman. And I yeah. thought, oh, maybe that's Morpheus in the real world. And when he when she jacks into the Matrix, she turns into the yeah. male. But obviously they got their way around that and the idea being that they found a way for programs to have some sort of physical representation in yeah. the real world with all the pin art idea. The beads. That's another cool visual and idea. It's cool, but it. yeah. And it's like, there's some stuff in there that's cool. And like, again, like it just wasn't, none of it paid off enough for me. That's like conceptually, like all in all, I think I would have, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more if a few more things landed. Yeah, if they'd done it as, like I say, if they'd done this story as like a six-part HBO special and really fleshed everything out, it could have been epic, couldn't it? Um, 
It would, I think I would have loved it if they'd have just let everything have a bit of time to breathe. Well, that, I think that's, that's like, what's interesting about let th- yeah. Let things finish. Like, yeah. let things get to a through line. Don't just get halfway through and chop, chop it off and okay. forget about it. That's interesting. Okay. So, that, that, so in terms of you know, concluding how you and I feel about it, I think we both felt similarly... Fair, you know, fairly put, there's nothing in it that we didn't like. It's just they didn't do it enough. Or, or in your yeah, pretty like, much. And it, that's what. But it, it's that's what became the negative for me yeah. was that there was so much of it that just didn't pay off. Yeah. That I found myself getting more and more frustrated as I went. Yeah. And then the la the closing bit when he's like, "Oh, all the sheeple just want to listen," like Chad, Tiffany, and it just felt yeah. It just felt like it really undermined like a big message throughout yeah, it. And like, he's like this cackling evil idiot. That's the thing like, with that, though, is that you need that to fucking spoon feed and explain it to people. And even that isn't fucking enough, Tom. Like, I'm yeah. still having to... Like, people are going, oh, this is fucking stupid. It's boring. I don't understand. I'm like... Because like, literally he says at the fucking end of the movie, he's like, what, people don't want this sentimentality crap that you two are doing. Yeah. What they want is you two jacked into your pods doing the same shit. So he's literally talking directly to the audience, going, what you yeah. all want is for those two to jack into the Matrix, put their leather coats on and sunglasses and go and shoot up a fucking... Um, Fly off, go and shoot no, up. No, no shooting. They was, they want them to just go back and do the same fucking thing again. Just do, like, why isn't there a big fucking shootout in a... Um, in a government building with mm. like all everything getting turned more guns and bigger yeah more guns that's what they want that's what and he literally says that to them yeah. that's what people want they don't want this yeah and what he said don't when he says they don't want this he's talking about the entire movie we just watched yeah but people are so fucking thick that they can't understand that's, that's what being said and to them. again that's what's that's another thing it just felt spiteful in places it felt like it's going yeah, you, you. This is what you want. Like we've been forced to make this, and this no. is what you want. No, you no, fucking no. idiot. See, I think that's the. And idea. that's that's what that's part of it. And that's I think it's the opposite. It I well. think it's like they they go out of the way to do all that, all this sentimentality about it being a, like a love story for Neo to go and find Trinity and all yeah. that. And it's not just a bunch of guys jacking into the Matrix and blowing shit up. Yeah. Or even the fact that they have to. But the fact that they bring it up and they like sort of like you say like basically look down the camera to say yeah. it. It feels. It feels a little bit spiteful. Well, it, I feel like it's. It, I, I agree. It, it does feel a bit spiteful, but it's it's almost like necessary because people mm. do like looking at the reactions of people and what people are criticizing it for, what people are angry about. Mm. Yeah, they're fucking right. Lana's hundred percent right. That is exactly what people wanted, and she didn't give it to them. Yeah, because fuck them. And I'm kind of yeah. I'm with her on that. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Don't but, just don't just do the same fucking same thing yeah. again. I thought there, there's a part at the start of this film where you're like. This could be like a like a comedy because of some of the stuff that's coming up in yeah. there. When they're walking around like the brightly coloured like office, yeah, and everyone's like quipping and saying lines, and Morpheus yeah. walks out of a toilet and he's like, "At last," yeah. and you're like, and he's like, "Oh yeah," and there's thunder and lightning, and it's really dramatic, and you're like, "Okay, they're yeah. doing something interesting yeah. here," but then they just pull it straight back out and go back to doing the old, the same old thing. And that's what I mean. It, like the message undermines itself. It keeps like undermining itself for everything that they do, that starts to be interesting. They just crash straight back. Yeah. And just go, nah, we're just doing this now because you, you know, you like the gunfight. We did the gunfight, uh, but we yeah, we but started th- doing someone else. But it's gunfight now. And then there's like, yeah. And he's like, Mister Anderson, and you're like, yeah. And you just ex- like that next shot when he looks at Keanu Keanu's like shocked I was expecting him just to look really puzzled and be like wait did he just say that and it's not it's not it's like oh this is real 
rather than and yeah i don't know but yeah i i was i was quite disappointed by it i'm glad i went to see it mm. and i'm glad that you and i are having the being able to have this conversation yeah. and be reasonable about it yeah of course <laughs> like like as we do like civil discourse which seems impossible in a lot of other places correct but um <laughs> but yeah i just i wish yeah it felt like a big uh it's a grab bag of ideas yeah it felt like it didn't feel like anything was thought out it didn't it just didn't feel like anything was given time to breathe or like they'd allow to process it they were just like sure fuck it shove it in i will say that based on that being your main criticism i think it's probably worth giving it at least one more shot yeah on a second viewing it might because i feel like there is definitely an element of information overload which is a, yeah. in a lot of movies, generally speaking. I mean, the same I felt with Spider-Man because Spider-Man was yeah. two and a half hours and shit. There's a lot went on. There's a shit and then ton you get, going I think on in this there. Matrix as well. This fuck me. There's just it's dense. There's just so much mm. going on, both visually and in terms of picking up what everyone's yeah. saying. So I think on that basis, it's worth maybe having giving it another shot, not yeah. right away, but in a couple of months' time. Or yeah, I think I'm definitely going to go back with it. Like when it hits normal UK streaming, I don't know how they're going to do that because okay. HBO in it. So, yeah, yeah normally it ends up somewhere, doesn't it? Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I, yeah. I say it's worth another shot. And like I say, I I liked what it added to the original to the original trilogy. Um, I feel like in a, in a lot of ways it probably is the best since the original. Um, you still can't beat the first one. No, never will be able to. On no, on, it's head and shoulders above anything else. That yeah, never produced. Um, but it, like I say, it gave me what I wanted from the Matrix. Is that it facilitates interesting conversations. Yeah, and interesting debates and things which is unique to this franchise yeah it's something that only this can do um and that's why i like it yeah so there you go yeah because it's yeah you are looking at yeah i'd like to see there is when i was again going back to when i went to the cinema again the other day i saw a film called i saw a trailer for a film called parallel mothers which is essentially like sliding doors but it's penelope cruz and when she she does and doesn't have a daughter mm. and it's about the two parallel lives that she would have led okay yeah um but i would have i was thinking about it as i was watching that i was like a matrix show like that would be really cool yeah i mean there's thing you can do so many the fact that it hasn't done there haven't been tv shows or games or anything the way you expand out the universe is crazy to me i think it might just be because the Wachowskis have got that ironclad control of it but i kind of I just want them. I want them to still have that because the last thing I want is them to dilute it so much, so far down that it becomes it contradicting. Yeah. So if as long as they can do some sort of, if Lana, obviously, I think um, Lily, Lily doesn't really want anything to do with it anymore, mm. which is fine. But if Lana can sort of become some sort of Kevin Feige type figure to oversee things, make sure things nothing contradicts the other thing, mm. and then you expand out and start doing things like Animatrix or like, like TV shows or whatever that's the best place for it because I mean, yeah. even like Animatrix is a great example of it like there are like yeah. episodes of that which would make great like if you did an anthology live action in a similar vein to something like Black Mirror yeah where like each episode and you can get amazing actors in for each one and, yeah. and like just explore different ideas within the world of the Matrix fucking yeah do that yeah. Jesus you're looking for content for HBO Max yeah, no brainer right. just do something yeah do something and see it through yeah and it doesn't look like I think that's the problem with it now is that because it's it's become like you think the Matrix everyone thinks Keanu Reeves so mm. Keanu Reeves has to be attached a lot and, and Lawrence Fishburne and all the rest of it 
so I feel like they need to start steering away from that yeah. in a live action sense if they I can. I did like, like I said, going back to like having concepts within it. So yeah. having Morpheus as a concept, yeah, is a really bright, like that bright cool. moment. Like I like that idea, and like the idea of just like him, but he starts off as the skin of a, an agent, even to a point where he's saying the lines from the original. No, you yeah. then your men are already dead, and you go like. Fuck! I thought that was meant to be Morpheus. Yeah. What's going on? I just I love that all that stuff yeah. at the beginning was just like, oh, what's happening. Um, but then yeah, I can appreciate that people don't like not knowing what's happening. They want to know exactly what's happened. They want to know what the last movie was. They want to know what's happening yeah. in this one. They want a nice spoon. Here comes the airplane. Like that. That's what people want, and they didn't get that in this. <laughs> here so comes I, craft. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is what it looks. The Matrix. Look. Here you go. Here you go. It's the same, but a little bit different. Oh no, I don't like it. Yeah. Anyway, I think, <laughs> like, yeah. Anyway, oh, otherwise we'll just keep. We'll going. be here all night. We'll be, we'll be here all night, night going around in circles. Um, so thank you for listening to this one, guys. Uh, this yeah. has been an interesting. Apologies one. for my ramblings. No, mate. This is what the Matrix is all about. It's fucking non. non- I said meta too many times. Nonsensical ramblings. Meta textual now. Like, look, all we have to do is revolutionise video gaming again. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, sum the, I'm, the look, slower or faster bullet time. Look, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna sum up our goal in one word: bullet time. That's two words. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was a great little meta joke. That I love. Yeah, that, that was uh, that bit. Yeah. I just wanted to see that whole thing pay off. Like I would have loved to have seen. You've said that about every single part we've talked like, about. It's yeah, crazy. Like <laughs> that that whole like I just that's what's frustrating me. It's just like every single you element. Just we get talked so about. close yeah. to it and they just pull it away and shove someone else in your face and you're like, oh, okay, we're gonna go, Oh, this is quite no, you're not fucking al- no, you're not allowed to finish it. I'm taking it away. Fuck off. <laughs> I've got another great thing that you can enjoy for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Well it's it's a collection of good things but not great things because they're not expanded yeah, on enough. exactly it's like just, it's yeah. like going out for a meal and then the you know like, this this is really nice and they just whip it away before you finished <laughs> and you're like oh well okay i wanted to finish that oh, oh here's someone else this is okay this is quite nice as well and you start going and then whip it away so yeah and then like the groff thing frustrated me because that's like getting your starter like put in front of you just before dessert yeah and you're like well Okay, but I think yeah. I'm drained of Matrix now. I'm not. I could be here all night, but anyway, yeah. I think we should close. I think we should wrap it up. Yeah, because we should probably do our big wrap up at some point. Yeah. So we've got a couple of things that we need to talk about. Really. Um. So obviously, we wanted to do some sort of wrap up of the end of the year. Yeah. Um. We we'll have to think about what sort of format that takes, really, because I don't know if we just want to list things. That's a lot of things. Yeah. Well, I've done a. Um. Do you ever use Letterboxd? No. It's good. That's a good um way of formalizing things. You should. Yeah. Put, you can literally just add to list, add to list, and you put. So what I've done is I've gone through. I've basically done a. There's 31 movies that we've either seen at the cinema. Okay. Or seen at. Done episodes on. Right. Over the last year. Um. So that's put together a list for me there um but i don't think i want to do just a top 10 countdown or top five even or anything like that I, what i would want to do is like what's the, our favorite our awards yeah awards but you and i can talk off air about what we reckon those awards categories should be um so we'll do something like that in the next sort of week or so and the other thing we reckon we should try and do is an episode on hawkeye yes um although i feel like i do need to do a bit more of a rewatch on that because i watched it week on week and that's like six weeks ago now and shit loads happened so i might have yeah. to do a big binge watch of the whole thing now yeah it's out. i do want to i do want to do a rewatch it might be that we have to do it a little bit later yeah because 
we are going to have to watch six, seven episodes. Six episodes? Six. So we're going to have to watch six episodes. And I, to pull the curtain back a little bit, I did find the last episode a bit of a letdown. And I think that's because of the headspace I was in Yeah. when it came out. Yes. So, yeah. I love the last episode for, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there and there are other bits and pieces that we can talk about. Um, so we will get onto that um, and then start thinking about the uh, the movies that are going to be coming out in January mm-hmm. um, and push into the next year. So yeah. on that basis, this will probably be our last episode of 2021. Um, so thank you, everybody who stuck with us this year. Um, it's been an interesting one. We've seen the return of cinema, albeit you know. fairly briefly, maybe. <laughs> The return and then subsequent death for cinema again. I don't know. Maybe I just, about- I just need them to hold off for a week. I've got I've got a little mini break on the first of January. Yeah, I just need to do that. We do, and then 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 you can put us put us away again. I'm I'm going to a spa. Oh right, all right. Okay. I'm going to a spa. I thought you were talking about them, as in the cinemas. No, um, no, right, yeah. Um, I just hope they don't. No, we'll be just, all right. We'll just, be fine. Just need. To- Need it. Need it. We'll be fine, Tom. Everything's gonna be fine. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening to this and supporting us this year. Um it's been an interesting up and down year. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about it all in, in one hit later on. Um and we'll see you on whatever we see uh next year. Uh, in the meantime though, if you've gone out and have seen if you're one of the five people in the world who have seen <laughs> the Matrix Resurrections and you have either strong opinions one way or the other, because this is very much one of the most divisive films we've covered this year, I yeah, think almost. I think so. Um please let us know because we love to have these conversations mm-hmm. and get into it. Um, so yeah, give us a, give us a shout on all yeah. the usual places um, and we'll see you on the next one, wherever that happens to be. See you next time. Bye. See you boy. See you next year. See, <laughs> see you next year. See, see you next, <laughs> see, see you next year. <laughs> Dad jokes. <laughs> Uh, uh. kill me <laughs> you get it Tom cat's name is deja vu did you get it